Welcome to episode three of The Real Podcast with Dee and Sophia. In this episode, we will be marinating in the juice and it's part two, pausing your life to simmer in the universal flow of love. So who loves creating new habits? When we are in the present moment, we can be conscious and aware of our new possibilities. We are only ever three seconds away from a life-changing event and therefore an opportunity to break through those old cycles or cyclical patterns, the subconscious ones. This then is where we create the new space for ongoing transcendence. So I'm going to go back now to a, a bit of a refresher of, last, of the last episode. As many of us know, it can take around 21 days to create a new habit, and new habits are our friends. I often sit with a new important piece of information for many consecutive days in meditation, even weeks in some cases, if the informational content is real juicy. So to run in these new pathways, that's what it takes. So this is because of two main reasons. One, we are already deeply wired or conditioned with our current neural pathways, which are our programming or subconscious patterns. So number two, to create these new habits, we need to create new neural pathways in our brain. This usually means overriding old neural pathways that are opposing the new ones. This is the reason why new ways of doing things often create discomfort and sometimes even severe discomfort. It's why some people find it so hard to make changes. So most of us have been doing things the old way for decades. I recorded a YouTube video last uh, two years ago. It was about uh, are you being a comfort junkie? It was really heaps of fun to explore. And that's on my YouTube channel if you want to have a look at that. So science has now proven these processes with uh, neuroscience and NLP and other newer fields of thought and research. So if you remember from last episode, the pause, the stillness, the ongoing awareness, this clarity of mind, the recognition of our own inherent omnipotent power. When we learn to embrace these states of mind and being, to marinate in the juice, we not only open ourselves up to infinite possibilities of the universal magic, the unending joy and endless gratitude all around us, but we are then able to look deeply within ourselves at that stuff of ours that sits deep below the surface of the subconscious and conscious mind, waiting to be recognised, looked at and worked on in that powerful present moment. This is where the real growth comes from. When we are able to see the blockages and saboteurs that are normally invisible to us and lean into the discomfort that holds us back from sitting in our power. So the scale of consciousness very interesting, very interesting, has now been scientifically proven for the most part. I say the most part because I haven't seen an enlightened being hooked up to an EEG. So the EEG is one of those long words. Let's, uh, let's pronounce it again, electroencephalogram. It's all one word. It's a machine to measure, to measure the brain waves, the electrical impulses coming out of the brain. So like I said, I've never seen an enlightened being hooked up to one of these to measure that top level. But lower levels all the way up to around 500 or so yes indeed this has been achieved and recorded many times over by different neuroscientists and the like one of the most recent being dr joe Dispenza. 
Dr. Joe Tools the World, uh, as recent as last year, the end part of last year, running workshops using these machines with live audiences. Wow, with live audiences and the results with uh, meditation practices are nothing short of miraculous. More miraculous, in fact, than anything I've ever seen. Interestingly, the heart also has powerful electrical activity and has been measured to be somewhere around 65 times more powerful than the brain. Now, that's exciting. This too has been recorded by Dr. Espen's team of scientists here in Australia and others. So the key to getting free of suffering of any kind as it starts and ends in the mind and moving up through the levels of consciousness is linked to this and is linked to mastering of one's mind and therefore thoughtscape. So being in control on the mental plane of your being, of our being, this is no easy feat. It is my understanding that the mastery of mind is considered in esoteric terms the passing of the third initiation. It is also my understanding that not many humans have ever achieved this. Happy to discuss this mastery of mind and emotions for that matter in later episodes because it's the juice that keeps me motivated to be a part of the esoteric school and in the learning environment that I'm involved with now, so my current learning environment. So there's my take on, on this lot. Uh, over to Sophia now so she can give you her take. This is the choice point. So like Jay explained, when we are able to see the blockages and saboteurs that are normally invisible and lean into the discomfort that holds us back from sitting in our power, we are more readily able to create change. So it is from this place where we choose to stay in a victim mindset or we acknowledge that we have other higher versions of consciousness to tap into. This quote by Kerry Hummingbird best describes the unconscious state and the awake state of reality creation. The stories you tell about yourself and life weave a web that creates experience. You are the spider, the web, and the fly that gets caught. Hmm. Now let's go back to the principles in part one. So that's episode two for those of you who may want to experience all the learnings. Mindfulness is space to notice the narrative you are running in your mind, fueled by the survival mechanism of the reptilian brain. It's always looking over your shoulder to feel what you may need to save yourself from to keep yourself feeling safe, that feeling. In that space, you notice the potential of what you don't know. So you start to feel into recognising that your whole life really cannot be about looking over your shoulder, making sure that everything's aligned in the way that you see things to keep you safe. There's other ways of being. And this is the gift rather than the frustration. And then choice. This is a big one. Choice is the wisdom to ground into the truth of the moment that one consciousness, rather than going back into reactivity to the narratives you are running. 
quite simply living the same life every day for the next 40, 50 years. There's a choice there. We can move away from that and create a different way to experience life. This episode, part two, allows for the safe container where you will learn how to empower yourself to release toxic patterns, align your soul in presence, and choose a life experienced in the higher levels of consciousness. We will explore the simple steps that anyone can manifest Basically, self-actualize to notice your patterns. All of your patterns are a symbolic reflection of the belief system you are in. This belief system is based on emotions you choose to filter your thoughts through. So just take that in for a moment, then we'll get on to the next bit where we incorporate the scale of consciousness. It is possible to release trapped emotions and this will help you move up Dr. David Hawkins' scale of consciousness. So for those of you not familiar with David Hawkins' work, the scale of consciousness as discussed in the book Power vs. Force by Dr. Hawkins is a scale that spans from zero to a thousand. This scale is by no way meant to define anyone at any fixed place and no level is wrong or right. It just is in that moment where you're at. As human beings, we can fluctuate through the different levels on this scale. That's just part of living, experiencing life. What Dr. Hawkins discovered was that there is a critical point and that is when we reach 200 on his scale where everything that calibrates below this point makes the body go weak and represents as the absence of truth. That's when we're in our narrative, our story, everyone. So take that in now. That's where we're in the regret mode of the past or in the worry mode of the future. Okay, so take that in as well. Now, everything above 200 makes the body go strong and represents the presence of truth. And Dr. Hawkins says that some people can resonate more often above this point most of the time, while some others resonate below this point more often. So it is about the overall resonance. We can agree on that now, right? But according to Dr. Hawkins, Having a frequency of 500 or above is of pure, unconditional love. And it is in this state that we are in complete harmony with our body and our environment. This is where you begin your inner work, shifting on the scale of consciousness to experience a higher resonance moment to moment. So here are the steps I was talking about. First, you need to be still enough to identify your patterns that are shaping your experience. Define the emotion that is fueling this reality. Second, practice pure gratitude for holding the space to notice the patterns and emotions driving the story. 
Be absolutely grateful for that. This is where you shift from being a victim to taking 100% responsibility for your life. Third, let go of the emotion you have habitually been aligned with by cutting the umbilical cord to the scenario or person in the narrative. Okay, so sit back with that for a moment. Imagine that umbilical cord to the scenario or to the person. And so by this, I mean knowing that being asleep or unconscious had its place in your life to show you the power of your mind to embody higher levels of consciousness. So when you release that person, that narrative, you're already lifting yourself into a space to adopt a higher level of resonance. And therefore, you're being open to the experience of the flow state and living a life aligned with your intuition. That's your higher self, your soul. Guidance from the higher realms and infinite wisdom of the universe. Okay, so let's just go a little bit to the side with this. And it's something I've experienced in my life and with some of my clients. Some patterns are imprinted from lifetimes before. And these patterns, samskaras, may take time with some additional healing modalities, such as family constellations and Akashic records, to dissolve, transmute and transform. We know they are deep imprints or wounding when they have been constant and we find our familiar or our normal is in the intense trauma, the internal chaos, the emotional buffering and spiritual bypassing. This we will explore in other episodes as each is a topic in itself, okay? So for now, I love this. And this is what gets me through on those days where you just like go, what the... Trust that all is placed in the right time, space, and sequence. Even your awakening, becoming conscious. Just you being here listening to this podcast episode is no coincidence. This is just the tip of the iceberg of what you did not know. And we will be diving into the depths of many more insightful topics like these ultimately navigating a new way of living through radical authenticity. Sound and feel good? Hmm. Let's seal this episode by sitting in your heart centre. Just take a moment and close your eyes. And from this place, wishing yourself and all other living beings love, happiness, peace and free from suffering. Namaste. Namaste to that. Love, love. Love, love. So much love. Mm.